Today, well, we're not thinking about going overseas. Well, we might be dreaming about going overseas, but we're certainly going to take a look at new protocols for hotels and tour operators. And why not think about holidaying in our own state? New South Wales has plenty to offer. We're talking travel. And welcome along, Sally Lucas. It's so nice to think about travel again. Oh, my gosh, yes. It must have been three months, I think, since our last program. I can't believe it. Almost to the day, I think. Almost to the day. So there you go. But I think, yes, we can't travel overseas yet, as we all know. And, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Obviously, we want the world to be safe and us to be safe. And as everyone is saying, the medical experts, but this virus is with us forever now. It's permanent. So until we get a vaccine, you know, it isn't safe, obviously. And the other thing, like, you don't want to go and risk infecting other smaller nations or islands where they wouldn't have the respiratory things required, the medical facilities, etc. So there's lots of reasons why we need to stay safe for a bit longer. But at least we've got our own beautiful country to travel in. And I think too many Australians ha- haven't spent enough time here. They all, because we're down under, they all think they've got to go overseas to get that, you know, experience, (laughs) go up top. And it's surprising in the last couple of weeks I've how many people I've spoken to have never even been to Darwin or the Northern Territory or not past any further west than Melbourne, like they've gone south and north as far as Noosa and that's all they've done because they've done more overseas travel. So this will encourage you all out there, I hope, (laughs) to spend more time in this wonderful country of ours. Yes, yes, I agree with that. I think uh, our our own state, our own country is fantastic and the borders are opening up bit by bit. Bit by bit. I mean, July, obviously next month when a lot of them will be opening. So we're going to have more of Australia to see very, very soon. But I just thought we could also talk, Jane, about some of the changes that are going to be made or in the process of being made for travel um, to make it safer, if you like, and more hygienic, etc., for everybody. And most of the hotels are coming to a big commitment now, of course, with a, a whole new range of you know cleanliness and hospitality standards. And a lot of them are be sending you an email the day before to ensure what time you're arriving so they don't have everyone arriving at the same time. You know, they're going to be doing all this sort of thing that, you know, you can still get a drink at the bar, but you have to sit at a table to have it, you know, so there'll be no more sitting at your hotel bar stool and ordering your gin and tonic or whatever. And, you know, obviously a lot of sanitising and the rooms are going to be more thoroughly cleaned, etc. So there's lots of uh, policies that are going to go in place and all the rooms are going to have, you know, either complimentary sanitizers or wipes. The buffet breakfast will be gone. It'll be sit down and order a breakfast now. Um, so think, things will change. It'll be different. Um, but, you know, it's you're probably going to smell like a, a, a hospital with all the amount of sanitising going on. You won't think you're in a hotel, but, you know, you've still got to have that clean promise, I suppose, and that's what they're aiming at, naturally. And knowing, doing it consciously and knowing yes. that the staff are also have all that in mind as well. Yes, well, they're all being retrained and, you know, updated on what they need to do. So there's all sorts of set of policies and procedures are going to be put or are being put in place or have been in in lots of the cases already. But also even as far as like the tour operators are concerned where you're operating, you know, coaches, etc. They're now, for example, on a 48-seater coach, APT has said they'll only have 24 Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. they're halving the numbers, which again, it's, it means reduced income for them. But I guess any income is better than no income. Yes. Um, so, and they're doing lots of different other procedures again there with food. You know, um, the distancing requirements is why they've done the twenty-four guests. Um, they'll do pre-travel health screenings with specific um, COVID nineteen health assessment forms, and that's for all guests and crew. And anyone who doesn't meet the criteria won't be allowed to begin 
a tour or cruise or whatever it happens to be. Again, hand sanitizer will be available on all tours and cruises at all times. No self-serve buffets. Face masks will be available for all guests on request. So it's a, not a compulsory thing. Uh, all crew in the industry uh, will be doing COVID-19 training in areas of health and hygiene and also in-house training program within their own company. Small ship cruising will be limited to 114 guests with, again, specific health and hygiene protocols. Also increased cleaning of frequently touched services using hospital-grade cleaning products um, and working with partners, of course, everywhere to ensure that these protocols are the highest standard. So I think you're going to find, I don't know, we're going to be almost all become germaphobes, I suppose, and... um but well, that's the way it, we protect ourselves. It I is, suppose. and that's what what Dennis was talking about earlier with our immune systems. Yes. And, and I think, like he said, if you you take some supplements also, you know, like he was suggesting, like I, I myself do, I've been taking the, the astragalus and, and echinacea just to make sure that I'm keeping my immune system healthy, you know. So I think all those sort of things, particularly before you travel, it's a good thing to do to boost your immune system, even if it's only travelling interstate because there's, there's different different places, different conditions. It doesn't have to be overseas. And we're talking travel with Sally Lucas. Well, where do you start when you think about the delights of New South Wales? There are many, and I was only thinking today, Jane, it was just over a year ago since we did our little driving holiday into New South Wales. We were were doing that at the time because of the drought. Of course, since then, look what we've had. We've had bushfires and we've had COVID. So these people need, and I think they've been a bit forgotten, the the drought and then the bushfires. We're all concentrating on what's happening now. And I went down the south coast, which is beautiful as well, for a few days last week just to get out of Newcastle. Much as I love you, Newcastle, I just needed to break free. Anyway. Share the love. Share the love. But we wanted to go back down to Mogo Zoo, which is south of Batemans Bay, which was saved after the bushfires by the staff because the rural fire service was so busy fighting other fires and not one animal was lost. And it was beautiful to go back down there, you know, and we could see regeneration, you know, Um, and... The only thing was when we did the um, coming home, we went across through Braidwood and Goulburn and that way across the mountains. There was one mountain, one of those mountains. I can't think of the name of those mountains now, but black sticks, seriously, no regrowth. That's where a firestorm must have hit really, really hard that the the whole earth is so scorched it can't even regrow anything yet. So they, and nearly every second shop in Batemans Bay is closed. Well, Batemans so, Bay was really badly affected by the fires. Oh, it wasn't was, it? yeah. And our friends lived just out of Batemans Bay. They ha- they were at Ulladulla twice and were told that they, to be prepared, their house might be gone. But it was saved twice mm-hmm. by bushfires. So look, this the south coast is a stunning part of, of New South Wales, and they and there is still beauty there. It is growing back. Most of it is. I'm, I'm talking about one pocket that I saw that that didn't. But having said that, you know, it's still the waters are so pristine and so beautiful down there, and you're not got the big high rise. You know, it's a very beautiful part of our state. But getting back to what I was saying, like last year, we went out to Mudgee, uh, Orange, Bathurst, um, all around that area into the Blue Mountains, uh, down to Cowra, you know, Canoundra. Again, some beautiful areas to visit. And the Blue Mountains, Scott took me into the other side of the Blue Mountains, like the Walgan Valley side, which is nearer to Lithgow, and this place called Nunes. And oh my God, what stunning, stunning countryside that is. It was absolutely beautiful. Then you can go north and you can still get your lovely beachy areas around Byron, you know, Ballina, Lennox Head, Kingscliff, all those gorgeous areas. Or not so far away, you've got, you know, Port Macquarie. 
etc. We've got lovely coastline here, but we've also got lovely country areas that you can visit as well. Fabulous country areas oh, too. Wonderful, even if you want to go as far as Broken Hill or Dubbo, they've got lots of lovely things there with your zoo, of course, and they've also got the Flying Doctor Museum there because it is a base for the Flying Doctor service there. So that's another thing you can do there, which is a really interesting thing to do. And also you can go down through the snowy mountains, of course, it'd be a bit dangerous with your snow at this time of year. You'd probably have to have chains. Um, and everyone's saying, oh, we can go skiing again. But the other day I was reading something that the whole web crashed for Threadboat because everyone was trying to get online and they've actually virtually full because they've got a limit, you know, how many people they can have on, on the ski lifts and how many people can do anything. So I think if you were thinking of going to the snow, you might have missed out. But it's I don't know. Fully booked. It might be worth trying. I don't know. Or you could head further down and go to um, some of the um, Victorian ones, I suppose, on the border there that aren't too far away into, into you know, up in the Snowy Mountains area, just down into that Southern Highlands part, which of course is still open for us at the moment. So, but yes, the Blue Mountains, even itself, all around that Blue Mountains area, there's so many stunning stunning scenery it is and walks you and know lots of really good walks yeah big differences in vegetation yes too, yes from the forest floor forest. to yeah. and then you've got your caves of course those wonderful janolan caves which are fabulous mm. the most beautiful acoustics in them as well if you ever get an opera singer or someone playing an instrument in there it's absolutely stunning Mm. So, yeah. Oh, fabulous. And wombats around Janolan Caves. Yes. Always find wombats. Well, I think the most wombats I ever saw was in Tasmania. And thank you, Gary, for the call. He's just been up country in New South Wales and he says not everything's open. Some of the toilets aren't open at uh, Coonabarabran Siding or out of Coonabarabran Siding Springs isn't open, the observatory. And the pool, the warm waters of Moree, that's not open at the moment either. But I did hear. That Lightning Ridge, the artesian pool, is open there. So some places are, some places aren't. It's not exactly as it was pre-COVID, is it, Sally? No, and I think that if you know where you're going, if you're, you know, you've got a plan in mind, the idea would be to ring your local tourist body in that area and just double-check so you don't miss out or go there and something's not going to be open that you want to see. So, you know, either check with your travel agent or check with a tourist operator in that area just to be sure, to be sure. To be sure, uh, I just thought we'd talk about things that are going to be coming out. Um, for example, Scenic have announced a limited release of 2021 Australian land journeys, and they're going to do them at 2020 prices just to make it a little bit more attractive and also confirming again that they're only going to have a maximum of 24 guests on each itinerary. And so they've got early bird savings of up to $1,000 per couple on selected tours of eight days or more. So you can think of that. So that's on a whole range of their land-based products, so that's worth considering. Now, people, believe it or not, there are people who will still cruise, Jane. You know, the whole cruise industry isn't oh, going to collapse. Absolutely. Even With though... New precautions and yeah. people will be taking them and yeah. the, the boats will be taking them. Yeah, and, I mean, we still won't be cruising completely internationally for a while, but at this stage already, Royal Caribbean have announced a 21-22 Australia, New Zealand and South Pacific is what they're going to be focusing on out of here for the time being, featuring 65 itineraries on the quantum of the seas and ovation of the seas from Sydney and the radiance of the seas from Brisbane. So there'll be a lot of, you know, Trans-Pacific and around New Zealand again, Pacific Islands. So they're coming into being. So just to let people know that that is happening as well. Um, also, don't forget, we've got wonderful rail journeys in this country. So once the state's open again, shout yourself a journey, you know, whether it's on the um, Indian Pacific or the GAN or the new one, which is names I've always forget. I think it's the Great Southern. 
Yes, the Great Southern. And that goes from Brisbane all the way down the coast and then continues on via the Blue Mountains down across Melbourne, the Grampians, etc., onto Adelaide. So that's one of our newest train journeys. So there's there's three really great train journeys you could consider doing in the future. And once West Australia opens, because you've never been to Western Australia, to any of those remote areas, look, I know I've waxed lyrical about them before to you, Jane, because other than Antarctica, as I said, I thought doing that Kimberley Coast was one of the most brilliant things I'd ever done from Broome to Darwin. So if you can't do your overseas holiday, please spend some money in our own country and keep us ticking over. We really need to do this for everybody's sake, our own as well as other people employed in the tourism, hospitality, entertainment industry. So any little bit of money we can spend here now is going to be good for us all, I think. Well, we are getting into the time of year that is really good to visit the top end. Yes. And and it is looking as though sometime before the ideal season finishes, we might yet get a chance. Hopefully you will. I mean, it's open for tourism between... South Australia and Western Australia, but they sort of don't want anything to do with us East Coasties at the moment. <laughs> but um, but everything within the Territory is open. So they've gone back to almost normal, you know, living, if you can call it that, even though there's still protocols and hygiene and, you know, all that's still in place. But everything's open again. Um, so and that's in Western Australia too, James was telling me. That's the same there. In so. the Kimberley area. And yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I presume the Kimberley area as well. I, but I know he certainly in Perth and around that area. There's, you know, everything's back to, to normal for people to travel within the state anyway. So yes. that, that's all good. Yes. So look, we'll ha- each week we'll have more that we can add to our little agenda of where we can go and what we can do, and that'll and just how keep. How soon we can do it? Well, and that'll just keep it more exciting because you just won't know until the next week. Ticks over. Indeed. So that is Talking Travel for today. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. Lovely to be back. And look forward to talking with you next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>